Hey ladies, welcome to Boss Ladies Connect. I am so excited that you're joining us on this podcast where we encourage women and inspire them to fully walk in everything that they've been called to do. We believe that each person has been created with a specific purpose and it is up to us to walk in it, to discover what it is and to allow it to fully manifest in our lives. And so each week we have conversations that allow us to evolve and grow and to fully understand and embrace the purpose call on our lives. And so ladies, without further ado, let us get started. Hey, y'all. I am so excited about this week's guest. This is such a great guest that we have this week. I've been kind of holding this back, y'all, because this has been so good. And I wanted to, to launch this or release this episode at just the right time. And so guess what? April is the month where we're being doers, right? We're moving forward. And so I'm so excited to have Candace Janae come and share with us her journey to six figures as a female faith-based entrepreneur. And so if you're new to Boss Ladies Connect, welcome, girl. If you are an OV, hey, sis, we are going to be diving into some juicy conversation today that is sure to get you motivated and encouraged to live your best life. So before we get started, let me tell you a little bit about Candace Janae. She is a corporate American side hustler turned full-time entrepreneur. She launched her community, Epic Fab Girl, as a passion project to help women walk in purpose. She started the brand after completing her MBA and working in corporate America in the digital marketing industry. She currently runs a business as a digital marketing strategist who helps women make 10K plus months in their business in addition to being a serial entrepreneur and an international speaker. Candace has a huge heart for business and a passion to see women reach their fullest potential Her her mission is to empower businesses and women to fearlessly leave a lasting impact on society. Y'all, as a member of the Epic Fab Girl community, I promise you, she is doing all of these things. I'm so excited to have Candice on the show today. Help me welcome Candice, y'all. Hey guys, so I'm so excited as I am approaching my 200th episode, I'm so excited to be offering a masterclass webinar to help you maximize your voice, elevate your brand, and increase your influence through podcasting. Y'all, podcasting has been one of the absolute best things that I have done. There have been so many benefits beyond monetary um, that I have been able to gain from podcasting. I've able been able to build collaborations. I've been able to increase my influence. I've definitely been able to elevate and maximize my voice. And I am going to talk to you about how to get started doing this very thing for yourself. So if you have a voice, if you have a message, if you have a story, if you have a brand, even if you are a professional in your field and want to be seen as the expert or have expertise and knowledge that you want to share, I absolutely encourage you to start your own podcast. We've all been given different gifts. We've all been given different purposes. And the brand and the message that you have deserves to be heard by other people. 
right? We have to begin to increase our influence. We have to begin to get the message and the brand and the purpose that has been placed on our lives outside of our four walls, right? Or our micro community and allow the greater masses to hear it. So let me tell you a little bit about what you'll get with this masterclass webinar. This masterclass webinar is an e-course that will be teaching you how to start your podcast, how to use your podcast to elevate your message and your brand, how to repurpose the content, right? Repurposing is king, y'all. How to choose a podcasting host, how to monetize. Um, We'll talk about marketing ideas. We'll talk about interviewing. I give interviewing tips. I have a bonus category where I go over interviewing tips. I talk about um, recording and editing and some of the things that I do as far as lighting because I like to use video and audio. All about repurposing, okay? Um, And I'll talk about the equipment and things that I use to allow me to be consistent and show up every week for you guys. I'll also talk about like getting your guests, vetting your guests and the process that I use to do this. Listen, this is over 200 episodes worth of information that I have gathered and things that I have learned on my podcasting journey. And I'm absolutely sharing it with you. As a bonus, you will also get a podcast planner. This planner will help you break down your episodes. It will help you break down your uh, topics, your questions, your ideas, your guests, their bio, all of the things that go into um, producing your podcast, right? And so I'm so excited to be offering this. If you are interested in maximizing your voice, elevating your brand, and increasing your influence, click the link in my show notes and purchase this masterclass. Um, I'm so excited and I can't wait to hear your podcast when I go to my phone on the podcast platforms I use to be able to hear your podcast. All right, y'all. Happy talking. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Boss Ladies Connect. I am so excited about today's guest. I'm so excited to have um, Candice Janae here with us today. I have been um, had the opportunity and the pleasure of working with her and being a part of her programs. And I'm so excited about this conversation that I'm going to have today with her. Um, help me welcome Candice to Boss Ladies Connect. Hey, Candice, how are you? Hey, Leticia, thank you so much for having me. I'm doing so well at the time of recording this. You know, uh, we have now a Black woman of Asian descent sitting in the White House as the Vice President of the United States. And on top of that, she's my soror. So, I mean, I am (laughs) in a great place and I am on a high. Okay, listen. Is that what the pearls and the the pearls and the chucks are about? The chucks ain't about that. The chucks are her casual, you know, her showing up as the casual woman, the around the way girl, that's what I think at least. But the pearls are definitely because she's an alpha kappa alpha woman and pretty girls wear 20 pearls. So that's why she's wearing those pearls. Okay. Okay. I I had some pearls on yesterday. (laughs) I saw a 
a lot of people picking up their pearls. I'm like, are you wearing pearls for a particular reason? And I, I realized a lot of women were inspired by the fact that she wears pearls, but it's actually a signature of um, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, the one, the only, the first, the finest. Yes, I'm being extra because- Yes, super excited that we have a woman in there. And um, yeah, I just can't wait to see how we move in the direction that we move in going forward. But um, I also want you to um, take some time and introduce yourself to those who may be listening that may not know who Candace Janae is. And I, if they're on Instagram, I don't know how they don't know who Candace Janae is, but there might be some folks out there <laughs> that don't know who you are and what you do. So would you please share with us a little bit more about yourself? Yes. Oh my God. I'm smiling from cheek to cheek at this point because I just love it when people introduce me this way. So I appreciate you. Um, it's funny because you're like, how could they not know me? And I think the opposite, right? I'm like, I have a big following on social media, but you know how you'll find someone on social media and you'd be like, dang, they got 2 million followers. And I had no idea who this person was. And I, I'm an I am supposed to be introducing myself and I will do that in a second. But I remember like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I wonder who has the most followers on social media on Instagram. And I started researching and I had heard that it was Ariana Grande and then I found her, but she's at number two. There was some other man who had, he has the most followers on Instagram. He has more wow. followers than Beyonce. And I didn't even know his name. So that just goes to show how big and grand our world is and that there's always room for us to grow. And my name is Candace Janae. I am a serial entrepreneur. I run two different brands. I help Christian women um, profit in their purpose really through my brand Epic Fab Girl. We are a community, a membership community for Christian women entrepreneurs, helping them build profitable brands and grow their faith. And Letitia is a part of that community. We've got our go-getter podcast that she helps us out with, as well as we have um, our, we have so much with the go-getter membership. It's literally a membership community to really help women um, get the resources they need to grow their businesses and like everything from courses to um, downloads and, you know, community, we pray together. And it's really a community that has grown, grown to be way bigger and better than I could have ever imagined. Um, and then on the other side of things, I, I do a lot of things actually, but, you know, we're going to talk about what I'm doing right now. Um, <laughs> But I actually run a digital marketing agency. I, it does have a name. I always, I don't ever tell it because I'm in the process of trademarking it. Um, but I have a digital marketing agency where I help uh, not just Christian women, but I help service-based business owners um, that are women scale their services to six figures. I help them master their marketing on social media. And really it, um, it's one of the things that I do that really just um, excites me because I really help focus on building generational wealth and helping women have really great impact by scaling their businesses and their services to six figures. Um, I'm also an author. I'm a blogger. I'm a social media influencer. I am an international speaker and I usually don't brag on myself, but that's what I'm going to tell you all about me today. I actually have a background in mechanical engineering and a master's in business. So I'm a person that loves to learn. And I also love love to, you know, spread information and knowledge as well. So that is who I am. And I love Jesus, like point blank, period. 
I love that. I love that. And your community, the well, our Epic Fab Girl community Yay. has been such a blessing to me. And I would never have, like, I know the value of community. You know, I have my own community, but it is something to be a part of a community of women of faith who are ambitious, who trust God, who are um, collaborating and cultivating and growing together and who are who are open to sharing of resources. And I feel like that has been a challenge in the female community for a very long time to be able to connect with people and not have you know issues or people trying to sabotage stuff and just so many other things that I've kind of encountered previously. And so I'm, I, I love the community. I completely recommend it to anyone who was looking to to walk in purpose and do the things that they know they've been gifted and called to, but are kind of confused as to how to get started or just need some coaching and some guidance along the way. And so I know that you have shared all these awesome things that you are doing. I love to know how you got started and how you, how you were able to identify like what your purpose was and the direction that you should be walking in. Now, the question is how much time do I have to talk today? Because <laughs> That is such a good question, but it, you know, I, you know, I love to talk a lot. So I'm a, I'm a try to condense it, but I'll tell you my journey. Um, and I, I feel like every time I share my journey, um, God always leads me to share different parts and it's for the communities that it's called to. And so for me, um, I actually, like I said, I have a master's in business and I also have a degree in mechanical engineering. And so back in like, when did I graduate? I probably started my business, my first business in 2011. So I was always the girl growing up that knew how to braid hair and I knew how to do hair and everybody would come to me to get their hair braided. And then that was like, I had started braiding hair in sixth grade. So I literally started braiding hair for profit in sixth grade. And then as I grew up and went to high school and college, uh, doing hair was always my side hustle. So I never really saw it as a business, but I always kept money in my pocket. Okay, honey. And I always paid my tithes. If I got a dollar, I was tithing 10 cent. Okay. So I literally was going out of my way to tithe, but I was making a lot of money and didn't realize it. You know, I always, like, I never really had to depend on my parents uh, because I always had like money coming in from doing hair. By the time I got to college, I literally wanted to get my hair done um, in St. Louis. And if you know anything about St. Louis, like I, I'm from Chicago. So transitioning from Chicago to St. Louis, I didn't have nobody to do my hair. And when I found this woman to do my hair, literally she did a sew-in and it was so tight that I was nauseous. I missed the first alpha party of the year as a freshman. I was so upset because I was so sick in bed because my stomach hurt so bad because my hair was so tight. It was just so bad. And what that turned into was me getting a bald spot, y'all. Like I had a bald spot yes. at the front of my head, child. Yes. I was so upset. Okay. I had a whole bald spot in my head. And I remember before going to college, I had asked one of my friends like, hey girl, like I want to learn how to do sew-ins. Like, can you teach me how to do sew-ins? I know how to braid, but I need to figure out the concept. Now, back when I was, you know, like YouTube was like around, but it wasn't really around like where I would be like, oh, let me go learn how to do a sew-in. Long story short, 
I pull up at this girl house she never answers like she just ghosted me I'm like okay that's awkward but okay so that was like in high school senior year fast forward to freshman year I had this experience in college where I had this ball spot in my head and I'm like yo like I'm not letting anybody else touch my hair Um, I already know how to do hair I just hadn't figured out how to do sew-ins and how to do it the right way and so I was like you know what it can't be that hard so literally (laughs) I think I ended up I think with that same sewing, like there was tracks that was falling out and I was just Oh my like, Lord. I, I, don't, I can't go to the beauty, sh- like I can't, fi- like I don't have nobody to do my hair. So let me figure out. And I would like sew my hair up. Like I remember just tacking it up, like finding a needle and thread and sewing it down to make sure that it didn't move. And I'm like, if this could work for just one part of my head, surely I can figure out how to do my own sewing. So I taught myself how to do my own sewing in my college dorm. And everybody thought I just had this long, glamorous, super long hair. And I I found, I I basically learned how to do my own sewing. Everybody started asking, okay, who did your hair? Who did your hair? I'm like, I did it. So then people, same thing that used to happen with braids. I started doing sew-ins. So what it was just so crazy I started getting really good at doing sew-ins I started learning how to do sew-ins better by the time I was a junior in college um I literally had um I I used to have the best hair like in terms of the best like weave and bundles and because I found this lady um in St. Louis who had her own hair shop and she literally was selling um this hair and she was a black woman I was enamored because I'm like oh this black woman has her own salon and own business and I always thought I was gonna have my own salon because I always loved doing hair and like business was a thing for me and I, I was just so impressed by it and so um I would always have her hair and I was making recommendations like I would send her so many clients like it was to the point where because everybody be like where'd you get your hair from it's so nice I would send them to her and then she would be like you're sending me so many people she was like you might as well just become like an ambassador or whatever and you just you know get a a percentage of the products right wow Um, of the sales so I remember for every like every person that I would send to her, she would send me, I would make like $40 here, $40 there, just from selling these bundles for this lady. And I was at the time in business school. And I was like, yo, she's getting her bundles from China. She has this relationship with this woman in China. And I was like, oh my God, I aspire to be kind of similar to her. Like I want to launch my own business because the crazy thing is I started an Instagram page and I called it, I said, fancy extensions. We are a distributor of whatever her brand was. So I didn't even think about it. I had just started a fancy extensions page because I was like, oh, if I can make money from selling this this hair with this lady, I could surely go on the internet and find some people. And that's exactly what started to happen was, was, or in my head, that was my vision of helping to find, I was going to use this Instagram page to promote um, you know, getting bundles from this lady. So I approach her, mind you, it's a black lady, she's young. And I'm like, hey, you know, I'm a college student and I really want to learn how to build my own business. And I would love to know if you could share with me, like where you get your hair from, if you could like take me under your wing and teach me whatever, whatever. Do y'all know what this lady told me? I'm about to say, did she say no? She said no. And that was like, I remember, I will never forget walking out of her shop and looking and getting in the car and feeling so defeated and also feeling so upset because I'm like, listen, 
Like I had built up all my, like, you know, all my courage to go ask this woman this. And mm-hmm. she literally sat there and told me no. And I just sat in that car and I was so upset. And I just gave up on that dream. Like, I was like, it is what it is, whatever. I'm not sending nobody else to her because I'm bringing you all this money. And you don't like, you know what I'm saying? Like you making a lot of money off of me and I do hair. So I was sending all of my clients to her. So that was a whole thing. She basically didn't want to help me. So I was like, all right. So I went back to doing, you know, hair and whatever, whatever time passes. Long story short, I, something tells me to log into this Instagram that I had created a long time ago. And I logged in and literally in my inbox, I had several DMs. Now, mind you, this was, this was when Instagram, Instagram didn't used to have direct messages. This was around a time when DMs had just come out y'all. So literally in my DMs, there were several vendors that were asking me to try their products and they were going to send me hair for wow. free. Wow. I was like, what? Oh my <laughs> God. Listen, <laughs> it was like, God had aligned it. And so the craziest thing about all of this is if I, if I rewind to my senior year in college, I remember, I mean, my senior year in high school, I remember getting ready to go to prom and wondering, like, I know celebrities have to have nicer hair than this, this Milky Way stuff that be getting matted in the back. Okay. Like you'd be like, (laughs) wait a minute, ma'am, your wig, like it's better than your wig and you have more money than me (laughs) listen but then I knew that there were some people out there that had like luxurious hair and I'm like where are they getting this hair from and I remember starting to pursue this idea um because I was getting ready like I, I was pursuing this idea of wanting to start a hair extensions company and I was a senior in high school but because I didn't know how to get the business started. I just like gave up on that dream. Like I just was like, oh, I put it on the back burner. So fast forward to I was in in college, the situation with the lady, I I ended up opening my Instagram and seeing like all these vendors. I took that and I was able to start my very first business. I started a hair extensions company called Fancy Extensions. I started selling hair within months. Literally, I started making four figures a month as a college student who was getting my master's in business at the same time. I was finishing my engineering degree, y'all. And I literally just took that. I ended up creating a website. I ended up just marketing my, my products on social media. And literally in a very short period of time, I made like, I was making like $2,500, $3,000 as a college student, y'all. And wow. it was just like, that's really how I got started. And, you know, that's why I said, how long do I got to talk? The fast forwarded version of how I got to where I'm at now, um, you know, I, I really, I've always been business oriented. Um, when I went to college, like I said, I got my master's in business, but I started working in corporate America. And while I was working in corporate America, um, I ended up launching a launching Epic Fab Girl as a blog, but not really knowing how to monetize it. And the reason why I started Epic Fab Girl was because um, my senior year in college, I actually had a traumatic experience going into my 23rd birthday. I was literally raped on my 23rd birthday. And it was just one of those moments where God just yeah, it's just crazy, but it's it's great that I'm able to talk about it from a place of power now, but it was one of the things that really had me feeling defeated and worthless, and I remember, um, you know, just going back to God and being like, Lord, I've been doing life my way, and it's not working at all, and like, this is where it's gotten me, and, you know, I had been raised in the church, but I was like, okay, God, you know, I know you have something so much bigger and better in store for me, 
And literally from there, I just told God, I was like, whatever it is, my life is yours. Like literally have your way. Like nothing is off limits. Like, and I am literally about to cry, but I'm not going to do it today. But literally (laughs) I told God, I remember being in my college apartment on the floor, like God, whatever you want, like nothing is off limits. This is yours. And so I ended up just going on a journey of God, showing me my purpose, um, really stripping me from like these identity crisis views of myself that I had. Um, Really God allowed me to really just heal from the pain of my past not just the rape, but, you know, just insecurity and all these things. And because when God was telling me what he wanted me to do in business, those insecurities were one of the, were the things that started to pop up first, like, oh, who me? Like, why would I be the one that's chosen to do all this stuff? And so um, I I started Epic Fab Girl because I wanted help, wanted to help women pursue purpose. And then over time, people just kept asking me like, Candice, how do we start a business? How do we start a business? We saw you starting these businesses and these brands. We want to know how to do that too. And that's why Epic Fab Girl evolved into a community helping Christian women entrepreneurs. But the background of it is we really want to help women um, really become all God has called them to be and really recover from those traumatic past experiences so they can thrive in who God has called them to be. Um, And so that's a little bit of my purpose, but that's just kind of how I got to the place in, you know, uh, doing what I do for um, Epic Fab Girl, at least. You know, I love your story. One of the things that I love about your story is that there were a lot of things that were designed to hold you back and hold you down. Like when you spoke to the lady the first time, she was like, no, um, God still opened up a door. There was still an avenue there. And even with um, the rape, God still used that to draw you in closer to him. And I feel like that's what happens a lot of times just in life. We experience things that are designed to hold, or we think they're designed to hold us back, or we let them hold us back, um, that really um, we can move forward from if we uh, look at it in a different perspective or move in a different way. And I feel like sometimes that can be difficult for us to do. And so I'm wondering why, what, what do you think it is or what type of characteristic do you think that you possessed that allowed you not to just stay down when those things happen to you? Listen, I think I have always been a very, I've always been what I think people consider a go-getter. Like if you would have asked anybody, even when I was younger, like what's one word that it would, would describe me? They would say driven. They would say things like, like I've just always been an ambitious person. Like that's just how I am. And I heard Marshawn Evans Daniel say this last night on a clubhouse room. And I was like, oh, I think that's my problem too. But she said, she was like, I know my ambition is a drug. And I'm like, bruh. I think I have a problem (laughs) because I've just always been motivated to keep going. And like, my dad has a joke about me because literally the day I was born, I interrupted my mom and dad getting ready to go to a wedding. So they were on their way to my my cousin's wedding and literally she goes into labor. And I guess back in the day, like they would put you in a labor room and then transition you to a delivery room. And literally in, on the way from the labor to the delivery room, I literally started coming out of her in the hallway. Like, 
You was like, now. <laughs> yes, my daddy was like, you don't wait for nobody, okay? You go, you do. And that's how I knew. Like, And he was like, Candace has always been the type of person that she goes, she does, and she does what she wants. <laughs> she, she literally, nothing is stopping her. And I think I've just always been that type of person to be kind of like, I don't, is the word relentless or unrelentless, whatever the word is. But I've always been that type of person that, you know, I love a good challenge, but sometimes not, life does knock you down a, a ton that and discourage you. But I found that there are times when God just brings back opportunities around at the right timing um, for you to pursue those things. Now, do I get mad at myself that I didn't pursue like, you know, that hair extensions company when I was in college? I mean, in high school, yeah. Like if I would have started a hair extensions business in high school, I wouldn't have needed a job coming out of college. Like it, it, I just wasn't in that mindset. And so that's why I'm in a place where, you know, I really want to pour into women and help them and give them the resources because other women weren't trying to do that for me. But secondly, like I, there's a young lady I mentor right now and she's amazing. Um, she's literally a, a student at, at Princeton and she is she has built multiple Instagram you know pages and um, is really doing some great work and when she whenever kids like that reach out to me and are like hey I want help building I'm like absolutely because I wish I had someone like me helping me along the journey and I, who am I to stop what God is doing in somebody else's life God is still going to accomplish what he wants to accomplish in that person's life whether you agree with it or not whether you come along the journey or not but I want to help you know women really thrive in what God has called them to do you know when you were talking about being an ambitious person and just always a go-getter and forward moving I could definitely relate to that I think um you know I recently started therapy probably about four months ago and one of the things that I noticed is that um I will put my feelings and stuff on a back burner and just like I got to get this done I got to move forward um, and that has helped me stay motivated and keep going. But I want to ask you <clears throat> with that ambitious, like personality, um, have you experienced like negativity as a result of that from other folks, um, because of your drive or because of your ambition and because, um, you're this go-getter. And if you have, what advice do you give? Cause I've, I've encountered like kind of that challenge too, where it's kind of like, well, who she thinks she is or. <laughs> Honey, that's the story of my life. Let me just say this. Like, I feel like I have dealt with that struggle. Oh my God. Far too many times. I've been, I've always been a brilliant student. Like I got straight A's like in high school. Right. Like, so, and then I was also like talented. I'm a dancer. Um, I was always the the head of the cheerleading squad, or I was always the 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 captain of you know of of whatever. I don't I think that girl. Yeah, I was just always like a leader, right? And so, on top of that, the fact that I am a light skinned woman, I will always be up against people being like, "Who she thinks she is, and why she got it?" And Candace wow. always trying to run stuff. Yeah, and it's yeah. like why is that a bad thing that I'm a good leader? Like, why is that a bad thing that your ideas might not, you know, like your ideas, people don't always listen to. And that's like, 
I had to grow to stop apologizing for my brilliance and how I showed up because at the end of the day, we're gonna make people uncomfortable. People always look at me sideways, but there are a lot of people who love me. Uh, there's a lot of people who are like, Candace is brilliant. She's amazing. She's the smartest person I know. And I'd be like, me? <laughs> like I, I'm humbled when I hear this stuff. But at the end of the day, one of the things that I that has helped me deal with it is understanding that a lot of times people project their own insecurities on you. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, people do look at you like, oh, why are you try always doing something? Oh, you always up to something. Oh, 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 you always got something going on. But I just believe God has created everybody differently. And then I think that everybody has their own lanes that God has literally specifically carved out for them. And I think for me, I have just had to learn to shield all of the foolishness and the like the things from other people and I'll, I'll be honest and say that it comes up even in business I, I've had to lose business friends that you know were secretly comparing themselves to me and then it ended up coming out as you know oh I think like just them making things up or saying different things and it's like girl at, what you're really saying is that you're comparing yourself to me it makes you feel uncomfortable and you don't know how to deal with it and therefore you're projecting it on me like it's something I did to you because I'm being successful in business right and so I have had to deal with that and it it, it is frustrating and it's sad because you do want to connect with other women um, but I have learned you know to pray for the right people and it, it's my community that you know that really helps me, not just like my peers, my business friends, but also like even my community within Epic Fab Girl that remind me like, okay, you're smart, you're brilliant, you're great. And you're having some sort of impact on our lives um, in a significant way. So I have had to learn like to get past all of the, the mess and remember like why God called me to do the things God has called me to do, to focus on that and, and regardless, know that like there are going to be people that feel a way about what you are creating because they feel like what you're doing is stopping their shine so yeah and I think and and remembering the bigger picture I know I have pep talks with myself I'm like okay God gave you a certain influence over a certain amount of people you have a responsibility to that and you can't get like so entangled or caught up in what everybody else is thinking, what everybody else is thinking, because really that's what it is. Um, but yeah, I love that. And I feel like that is a very real struggle that can prevent you from moving forward in business, in your personal life, in all the different areas that you've been called to. So I want to kind of shift a little bit and ask you, um, you, I know you mentioned God a lot and you mentioned um, the things that the opportunities or the doors that he's open for you. How has your faith played a role in where you are now and where you're going? <laughs> Listen, when I say my faith has played such a huge journey, uh, uh, like, and the people that are watching this on video, they'll get to see this. So make sure you guys watch all her video uh, podcasts. But um, faith has played a huge journey. Like I quit I, I worked in corporate America for three years. I quit my job in corporate America in 2017. Um, I walked away from that job um, and it was a six figure job. And I just knew that, well, I didn't really have the money saved up that I wanted to have saved up. God ended up providing out of nowhere, you know, $15,000 for me to like walk off my job. Um, and it just was like, my whole entire story is just like, all of it has been a faith walk. Um, it was, it was 
faith that allowed me to start my first conference when I literally had no money. I, I literally quit my job in September um, of 2017. And in March of 2018, I hosted a conference. I had no money to host it, but God literally allowed for everything to come together in his perfect will. Um, and then, you know, from there, you know, faith has been a part of the journey every step of the way, because there have been times when I didn't have the money to pay for things. There have been times where I didn't have money for rent, my mortgage, things like that. And God has always provided. And even when it got to a point where it was way beyond what I could ever, you know, think I could, you know, handle, God always, always came through. And so in 2019, um, in December of 2019, literally the day after Christmas, I was given, um, I was served for closure papers on my home. Um, and I had had my car repossessed twice before that. Um, and I was literally like walking out the vision that God had for me. Um, and I was confused, like, Lord, I feel like you told me to quit this job. Like, why you got me on this struggle bus? Like, you really gonna do your daughter like this? Like, okay. But I had to really get out of a place of um, really complaining and get to a place of gratitude. And I feel like you know, when you're a Christian and God speaks to you about what he has called you to, you always have to le uh, remember that like God will be with you every step of the way. He doesn't promise that it's going to be easy. He just promises that he'll be with you every single step of the way and that he's a defender. And, th and you have to remind yourself of what God has told you about your future to keep you going. And so that has been a really big thing for me. Um, literally um, on January 7th of 2020, I wrote down um, this I had $6,889.49. That was the unpaid balance from Go-Getter Conference. Um, and then the past due balance for my mortgage was $32,535.31. And literally, like, I have a piece of paper I'm showing y'all. Okay, y'all probably see the paper. But I literally wrote, is anything too hard for God? I literally wrote that down and I wrote this underneath it and I put it on my little prayer wall over here. And I said, I declare that these balances are paid. I declare that every need I have already has provision. I declare that money is coming without delay to pay my debts. And I will no longer have to be concerned with this anymore. This was January 7th, 2020. I have screenshots of January 4th, 2020, where all of my bank accounts were at $0, y'all. Literally. By March, I had secured a contract for like a four-figure contract. Literally within under a year, I had built a six-figure business, had started helping other people build six-figure businesses. And literally in 2020, I made over $150,000 in my business. I had crazy things happening, like me getting paid $8,500 to speak for an hour on Zoom. This is the type yeah. of craziness that yeah. happens when it when you have crazy faith. But mm -hmm. I am that person that is like, I know from my history with God, he has never let me down. He's not gonna start now. And I know that every time I thought that something crazy was gonna happen to me and I thought I was gonna get to my wit's end and that that would be the end, God has shown up and shown out. And what, what happened with the pandemic um, was that they started to, they pushed back foreclosures. They literally were like, oh, you can't do any foreclosures until August. And like the process has just continued to be delayed. I'm as we record this, I'm sitting in my house. My house is on the market, getting ready to get sold. 
for over a hundred thousand dollars more than I paid for the house. Yes. I am sitting yes. in a place where, where God, where these people thought that like, and the crazy thing is God literally showed me. Um, Cause I remember being so anxious many days being like, Lord, is my house going to be taken from me? And mm -hmm. mind you, before I was getting with foreclosure papers on my home, God told me, he said, Candace, you're, you're not going to get kicked out your house. You're not going to have to, um, you're not going to, ha your house is not going to be taken from you and I had to stand on that literally one of my favorite verses and my favorite one of my favorite chapters in the bible is Hebrews 11 the Hebrews 11 and one says that faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen but you know what else it says Hebrews 11 11 and that's why I love 11 11 it literally says and even Sarah who was who was past childbearing age because of faith through faith she was able to uh conceive a child even past um, childbearing age because she considered him faithful who promised mm. and y'all I am the person I consider God so faithful because if he gonna promise me something he's not gonna not deliver on that what kind of God would he be the God of the universe the God who literally put the stars in the sky the God who literally knows where all of like every hair on your head he knows all the numbers of it so at the end of the day I have to stand firm on the faith that if God promised it, it's going to be so. And here I am getting ready to sell my house. I like it's over a hundred thousand dollars that it's it's listed on the market over a hundred thousand dollars that my loan is, you know, that would satisfy my loan. And it's like, God is just showing up and showing out. And now they're talking about even delaying, you know, foreclosures even more with President Joe Biden coming in. So it's just like God is showing up, showing out. And I have just had to learn that, you know, when my back is up against the wall, honestly, that's the perfect place to be because God is right in front of me, protecting me, defending me. And it's OK, because even when I feel like I can't go to the left, to the right, figure things out, he got it all figured out. And all I got to do is just rest in in the secret place of the most high. If we transition our mind to think because I'm going into preacher mode so I'm gonna just keep I'm talking listening. I'm, but listen, I'm attention <laughs> if we think about the fact that a lot of times we'd be like oh my back is against the wall but listen what if your back is against the wall right you're still in the secret place of the most high you're abiding under the shadow of the almighty because he's before you he's defending you so you're literally in that secret place and get your like that was the thing that shifted me I literally had to carve out a space in my home to dedicate an altar to God. I literally had my, I got my little prayer closet in here. I got all type of stuff that I have written on that wall, but I would just sit there and be like, God, I don't know how this is going to happen, but you're going to do it. And he would just speak to me and he would be like, I'm going to blow your mind in ways that you would have never thought yeah. if you wouldn't have imagined. That's why I'm walking in what I'm walking in now. It's nothing but him. Literally. It's not me. It's not me. Had I gotten the money that I thought I wanted immediately after corporate, I would have thought it was because of my brilliance. Mm. I would have thought it was because I was just so smart. I would have thought, and it's like, no, these are all gifts that God has given me the ability to steward. And yes, I have brilliance that I'm able to walk in, but I know at the end of the day, I'm going to come back and be like, Lord, I thank you because this is you. It ain't me. There's no way that there's no way that any of this would have been happening without him. I love, I, I feel like I want to say amen. Amen. Okay, listen. <laughs> amen, amen. And I just, I, I love it because I mean, really, it's nothing even more to say. I just know that it's an, it's an everyday choice. Like faith is just, you have to choose to believe. And I think that's where sometimes we get um, 
we get stuck because we, we have to exercise that muscle and we have to make conscious decisions to believe God at his word. And um, you don't always get it right every day, but you still have to keep making that choice to trust him and to believe him. And so, oh, I love that. That was great. Um, so to a couple more things before we go. I did, you know, you are like the Instagram queen right now. <laughs> So I wanted Thank to um, <laughs> talk to you a little bit about um, three things, three tips that you can give as far as Instagram is concerned. I know a lot of people are still trying to figure that out. Um, and then I have a question. I have a question about Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook and, and what you think about those three things. But I'd love to hear some tips that you can offer uh, to the ladies listening about ways they can get their Instagram popping. Listen, so I am here for that, but I want to backtrack to part of the conversation that I forgot to answer, which is just faith for the future. Um, I think that God always requires you to level up your faith. And like, I am, once you see what's possible, you're able to believe bigger. We started talking about um, how there's a vice president that is a black woman in office. And I feel like that is a huge sign to me that regardless of if you agree with her being an office or not, that is a sign that anything is possible. And that helps me to believe bigger. And it helps me to put my faith on another level. And I think faith is required at every step of the journey and how to tie that in with Instagram, right? So, you know, if God has called you to do something, right, you have to be consistent in the journey as you get to where you desire to be, you can't be, just be like, okay, I want to have 10,000 followers, but okay, what are you going to do? How are you going to impact people's lives? Right. And so my tips for Instagram is number one, show up consistently and don't play scared. Like stop playing scared. Stop being timid. Stop being like, oh, well, I don't know if people want to see my stuff or I don't want to get on people's nerves. It's like, you're literally coming here to help people, right? What you're doing is impacting somebody's life in a significant way, whether it's making them smile, getting them in a better mood, giving them information that they didn't know that they needed, but show up consistently and don't be scared. Step number two, other than consistency, you definitely need quality content. You need, if you're going to put out graphics, invest in somebody who has quality graphics, someone who, you know, it's not just you throwing it together on Canva and, you know, ask your audience like, Hey, do you, do you like this? Like, what do you think? Okay. When you ask them these questions, they'll be honest with you and be like, I mean, it could be better. And I've had to ask my audience. I've had to ask my friends, like before I put flyers out, like some of my friends would be like, um, I've seen you make some flyers before, but this ain't it. Like, you know, you need quality. And if you don't know something quality, ask your friend who's going to keep it real. Okay. Now, sometimes now, now ask somebody in business who's going to keep it real. Cause sometimes your family will be like, or your friends will be like, um, well, and then it'll discourage you, but ask some folks so that you can understand if you're creating quality content. And then number three is to show up um, helping people and give some people something um, to, to do next, right? And so in, um, in social media and in marketing, we talk about call to actions. And a call to action is basically exactly that. I'm calling you to take some sort of action, right? And so when I'm creating a piece of content, I wanna make sure that I am going out of my way to add value to that person's life in some sort of way, whether it's making them laugh, whether it's giving them a piece of information that they didn't know, like go out of your way to give them value by helping them where they're at 
and then calling them to take action with something in alignment with that same thing. So, um, you know, I wouldn't be like, oh my goodness, like, you know, did you know that 40% of babysitters end up, you know, becoming um, full-time entrepreneurs, right? I wouldn't turn around and be like, all right, here's the call to action. Now buy my book about accounting. Like that doesn't make sense, right? But a lot of times people do that on social media, not realizing they're doing it. That's a drastic experience. But like something more aligned with that would be, okay, get my, you know, ebook that's how to go from babysitter to full-time entrepreneur, right? Like that's way more aligned. So you want to make sure that you're giving people a place to go, um, whether it's a link in the bio or, you know, something that they need to take action on. And that's, that's how you show up on the internet and do well with it. Cool. So there were, there was some, there were two things you said, actually, that, that I wanted to talk about a little bit was, um, you said leveling up your faith, right? And, and then you also mentioned how um, we have a black female vice president in the office now. And so that encourages us to move forward. I think community does the same thing. And so I know when I'm on the Epic Fab Girl calls and I hear all of the testimonies and all of the things that the ladies are doing and that God is doing in their lives, it's like, crap, God could do that for me too. Like, am I believing him for that, right? And so I think that that was definitely one of my biggest takeaways from the community is like, I'm not believing big enough, right? And I'm not getting because I'm not asking and I'm not believing, right? So I love that. I love that when you surround yourself by like-minded people and even people that have gone ahead of you, then you're able to see the possibilities of what God can do in your business, in your life, and just in general. And then the other thing that you mentioned was like, don't be scared, right? I feel like I'm going to put my Instagram business out there. I, <laughs> I'm like, sometimes I get tired and I know like, you know, you can automate things or whatever, but sometimes I get tired. And I think that the tiredness is because I think it really is like a fear space where it's just kind of like, well, what else do I have to offer? What else do I have to put out there? Or I need to get my lashes together <laughs> to be posting these pictures because these ladies be out here looking bomb and everything. So my question was, um, I heard someone mention before that they feel like Instagram is like the place where, you know, all the fabulousness happens, where you're just like, you're coming to serve, so to speak, as far as like your quality. And you mentioned that. And like TikTok is more like where you can be just ordinary, um, looking crazy or whatever. Um, and I'm wondering if you agree with that. And also, what is your take on Facebook? Like, how do you need to show up on Facebook? Or do you just need to show up on all three platforms the same kind of way? Really great question. So I don't think you need to show up on all platforms at all, to be quite honest. I think you should pick one and master it and then transition to the next that makes sense. The only two platforms that I think go hand in hand that you could do both at the same time is TikTok and Instagram Reels. So you could get, you know, create consistent Instagram, or I mean, TikTok content, bring it over to Instagram and then, you know, make it as a Reel. But I would say before you even do that, get consistent posting Instagram content. Now, the thing with TikTok and Instagram is like the beauty of in TikTok is that 
you don't have to show up a certain way. Like you can choose how you want to show up. You can show up looking raggedy or you could show up looking fabulous or whatever in between. Um, but I think that what I have learned, part of the beauty of TikTok for me is that when my makeup is done up, people be like, ooh, and you're beautiful by the way. And I'd be like, okay, thank you. But you gonna get these tips about building a six figure business, okay? And so I think that that helps my me on TikTok. Um, and then a lot of people really like that on Instagram as well. Um, I think it really depends um, on what you want. I mean, I sometimes show up on Instagram not looking raggedy. Like the most raggedy I'll be is like, I don't have any makeup on. And I don't think that's raggedy. I'm just, that's my term. I'll have like a baseball cap on because my edges aren't laid. And then I'll have like, you know, I'll just be on there adding value. Um, and so even if you don't want to show up on camera on um, Instagram, there's things that you can do. Like um, you can literally, you know, um, post quotes or videos or like things that don't include your face. Um, but if you do want to show up, like, you know, Instagram is a platform where content is a little bit more curated. I think people are giving you a little bit more grace to actually be a little bit more authentic and show, you know, the real behind the scenes. But even if you are showing up on the internet and you don't have makeup on or anything, just have good lighting. That's literally all like, you know, as long as we can see what the heck is going on, like <laughs> that, but people be taking pictures and we'd be like, what is going on? You like, you can't even really see it. Um, so I think that's really good. I mean, my take on Facebook is that some people are doing really, really well on Facebook. I actually learned the art of, you know, building an audience on Facebook. Um, I used to be very consistent. I used to post on Facebook like nine times a day, y'all. It was very, yes. This was like 2014, 2015. I would post when I woke up. I would post what I was eating. I would post my lunchtime. I would post like, because I was traveling at the time with my corporate job, I was flying. I was always seeing new things and just taking people along the journey. Um, and I was posting very consistently on Facebook at the time. And it was at the point where if I posted anything on Facebook, I would get like 600 likes in a second. And it was like, whoa, like, but it, it's crazy because, um, Facebook is just like, if you have a platform over there, like it's really a great space. Um, cause people, you know, they're, they're hungry for information over there too. It's just a, a bit of a different platform and, building it on your personal page versus like having a business page it's all different but um right now like my focus is instagram i figured that would be the best place for me to level up my business and that has been what has helped the most and you know i i also use tiktok as well i've grown both of those pages to um over thirty thousand followers um and yeah i've been able to do that with consistent content well you've been showing up in a beautiful way. You've been inspiring us all, inspiring us to, um, to be a woman of faith, to be an entrepreneur and to look good doing it. I'm telling you. <laughs> so I really appreciate that. Um, is there anything else that you would like to, to say or leave the audience with before we go? And then um, I definitely want you to let them know how they can reach you and contact you. Absolutely. So the one thing I'll say is that your life can look completely different a year from now than it does today. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with like God's timing for your life. 
Um, but a lot does have to do with your belief and your willing to take action on what you believe because you're never going to go after something that you don't believe is possible. So one of the prayers I pray often is, Lord, take the limits off of what I think about you and what I think about what I can achieve. Because once I start to take the limits off, I can dream bigger. You got dream right behind your head, okay? <laughs> like I can literally dream bigger and um, go out of my way to you know level up my faith um, so, you know, the only reason my life looks different than it does now, uh, than it did a year ago was because, you know, I was able to, you know, dig into that uncomfortable place, but really seek God's face in the midst of it. And so I don't know what you're going through, where you've been, but I know 2020 was a really hard year for a lot of people, but I'm telling you that like your life can look completely different and blow your mind in a way that you would have never imagined. Um, and so that's what I got for you in terms of connecting with me. Um, if you want to be a part of the Go-Getter membership, like Letitia mentioned, you can just head over to gogettermembership.com. Um, and that's where you'll get plugged into our, our membership community to build, grow, and monetize your business as a woman of faith. Um, and then the best place to stay plugged in to what I'm doing is at um, on Instagram. My name is Candice Janae. So it's spelled C-A-N-D-A-C-E-J-U-N-E-E. -E. Um, it's not Candice June, it's Candice Janae. Um, and that's where you can find me. I've got a ton of resources. If you click the link in my bio, um, I actually have a um, my six-figure services checklist. It's a free checklist that will literally tell you all the steps I took to go from $0 to six figures in under a year. So um, again, thank you for having me. I am so, I feel so honored to be on your podcast. Love what you're doing. And um, just, I, I'm always seeing you, you be grinding it out. I'm like, oh, you got a new speaker every week. Listen, so make sure y'all go, um, go like and subscribe. Yes. Get her that five-star <laughs> review that you know she deserves. Go listen and binge to some of her other episodes as well. But um, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much, Candice, for being on. And just personally, my personal thank you is thank you for being so transparent, but so willing to obey the call of God on your life, right? And um, just because even in that action, that one action that you're taking, so many people are reaping the benefits from it. And I think that's like a great way to end. A lot of times we don't do things, but we don't understand the other benefits that other people are going to reach or, or reap, I should say, um, when we step out and do what we've been called to do. And so you've been a perfect example of that. I'm excited for you and I'm excited to see what other big things God does in your life. And um, thank you so much for being a part of um, this week's episode. Thank you. Ladies, did you enjoy that episode or what? Did this episode speak to you in some kind of way? I would absolutely love to hear about it. Y'all know it does my heart good when you subscribe and you share this podcast with someone else that you know can absolutely benefit from it. Y'all, we are out here connecting, walking in our purpose and encouraging each other along the way. I love meeting with you every week and I'd love to stay further connected. 
be sure to follow me on Instagram at Tisha underscore talks and to visit my website, www.tishatalks.org. You'll find the podcast, you'll find other videos and you'll find other courses and classes and workshops, conferences, the list goes on and on to the things that we are currently doing so that we can further connect beyond this weekly podcast. So ladies, without further ado, I want you guys to walk fully in everything that you've been called to align your passion with your purpose and go out there and get everything that has your name on it. Talk to you later.